You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. We're coming off of feeling great from having Auburn crossover. Mm. Um, it's just the two of us again, Clint. Just, feels just feels a little roomier in here. There's just a lot of there's a lot more it space is. to maneuver. Uh, which um, one's junior and which one's senior in this case? Either of this, them. It's look. hard to it's, it's hard, hard to say. To say. Uh, listen, Auburn terrible terrible football team. Mm. Awful, Bad. awful university, awful situation going on over there. Zach, kind of a kind of a cool guy. So uh, don't you hate to, like him. You, you hate for it to be true, um, but we do like Zach. Uh, it was so good getting together with him yesterday, and so um, I have to I have to admit that uh, he has to be the outlier of Auburn fan, unequivocally. And Patriots fan. He's a Patriots fan, too. I mean, just the the list goes on and on. Yeah, we shouldn't like it's, him, and yet we do. And yet um, here we are. And yet we are. Hey, today we got our final preview of the Georgia-Auburn game coming up. Cannot wait to give that as well as our locks. Uh, if you're listening to us, it's because you found us on YouTube or on our audio site over at Locked On Podcast. Your team every day here on Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, we're fans, first and foremost. That's it. End of list. Not gurus, insiders, by any stretch of the imagination. We talk like fans do because we want your fandom to increase as ours increases as well, which is why we made this podcast and why we're sitting here talking to you. Well, to That's each other. right. It's for fans. It's by fans. Um, that's what the podcast has always been about. That's what it continues to be about. We're not here trying to break down film or pretend like we know something that we don't. Uh, we are just regular Georgia fans um who happen to be right a lot of the time about our team of the time and about us and it turns out about locks as well so if you're a georgia fan thanks for being here if you're an auburn fan welcome no matter who you are um you can subscribe to the audio podcast as clint said on apple Podcasts, google play store or stitcher spotify wherever you find your podcast you can find us over there locked on bulldog subscribe leave us a rating and review all those things are much appreciated and then head on over to the YouTube channel. If you're on YouTube right now, just click that subscribe button if you're watching this video. Uh, that helps us out a tremendous amount. And just punch that button. Maybe hit the uh, thumbs up or leave us a comment. If you're Auburn, leave us the nastiest comment that you can possibly think of if you're an Auburn fan. That, that'd be great. We would love it. We I would love, love to hear it. We would love to hear all about how dumb we are and how nobody's no Auburn fans are talking about how Auburn's going to win the game. <laughs> That's not the thing. one, not a single in one. Any of this trash talk? Have I heard no. any definitive proof of why Auburn is superior to Georgia on the no. football field? Not Very one. few people are even saying Auburn's going to win or, or giving any sort of a score prediction on Twitter, no. on YouTube, anywhere. No. Uh, Auburn fans know. They know. And look, I get it. You don't like us. That's fine. Um, you know, most little brothers don't like their big brothers, and we get it. Like, the, well, that's fine. One day we'll all grow up and we'll laugh about this at an Applebee's. But for now, <laughs> for now, not at a Chili's notice. I didn't say Chili's dead to the we podcast. Dead to the podcast. Applebee's not a sponsor yet, but that's on you. Looking at you, Applebee's. We would love to have you sponsor the show. All right. 
Today, we're going to talk about the Georgia-Auburn game. We're going to give our final predictions. And we're going to give predictions and prognostications on lots of games in college football. And we do that by giving out locks. And Clint, when we say locks, Mm -hmm. I don't want you to misunderstand what we're saying. We're not saying that we have a suspicion that this is how the game is going to go. Or that we mildly suggest that you place a wager on a particular game. Last week, the locks went 12 and four. That's 12 victories and four losses. Just makes me want to dance. On the season, you want me to cue the intro music again? (laughs) Just get it back up. Uh, On the season, we are 46 and 27. Let me break that down for you if you don't understand what that means. Okay. There's this stuff called juice when you bet. Normally, you place a $100 wager. If you win the wager, you only get $90 back. That's how the casinos make their money. They take that $10 off the top. Uh, so if you lose, you lose 100 If you win, you only get 90 back. And that's how. That's why most people that gamble are very poor. Yes. So if you took that $100 and placed $100 on each and every wager that we have given you throughout this college football season, Clint, do you know how okay. much money you'd be sitting on sitting on here with after five weeks of college football? If they just followed our advice and did as we said collectively, how much money would they have, Daniel? $100 a game, you're sitting on $1,840 right now. That's profit. That's a on- profit, a net oh. profit of $1,840. If you'd wagered $500 a game just to extrapolate that, you'd be not, that's $9,200. That's almost 10 grand that you would have right. won in five weeks, 46 and 27. So listen, guys, jump on board. Jump on. This is what we're here for. All right, Clint, without further ado, let's get into Georgia Auburn. It is, um, we talked about it all week. I think both of us, it's not going to come as a shock to anyone that we both expect Georgia to win, but let's talk about why we expect Georgia to win. And let's talk about uh, what specific aspects of this game we are locking up. I'm going to let you go first. I have a simple question for you. Um, when Auburn comes and they come to the doorstep and they say, hey, we're going to beat you. We're going to give our best. Here's here's our best. Okay. okay. I would hope and that that's what they would do. This is how we're going to beat you. This is what we're, we're banking on. What do they bank on? What are the two things offensively that they're going to come and say, this is how we're going to beat you? What are those All two right, things? All right, let's hear them. Let's hear them. One, uh, running game. Tank sure. and and the newly minted Jarquez. new tank. Yeah. Jarquez, the new, the, the new, new tank. tank. Hummer. Um, I think they're calling him Hummer. H4. That's H4. Uh, <laughs> H4 coming on in here. Yeah. So they would say that. And then they would say Bo Nix and his ability to extend plays. His his playmaking, his savvy, his gunslinger, his, his moxie, whatever all mm-hmm. those mean. Mm-hmm. And Demetrius uh, Robertson, obviously. And D-Rob, clearly. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that works fine when you are dealing with mortal defenses, but when yeah. you're dealing oh, poor, with the likes of defenses, which is what Auburn's played so far, poor Correct. defenses. Okay. When you're dealing with, with men of Georgia who can run down Bo Nix, he ain't going to escape Adam and Nolan and, uh, Nicobe Dean ask, ask Nicobe Dean how many miles per hour he runs. Go ahead. Go ahead. I dare you. Cause it's faster than you. Um, when you have Jalen, when the pocket's not there, when you're scrambling for your life every single play, not to extend plays, but to literally just make sure you're upright to continue any sort of action. And when the running game can't go, 
Um, look, this this offense doesn't scare me. It plays right into our hands. Some may say yeah. it's like every other team that we're going to face who has an offense that says they're juggernaut like us. Uh, What's that? Bring we're, it. Like, we're I'm just, not scared. We're better than all of them. All Correct. of them. Nice. Okay. Well, um, offensively, it's going to be Stetson Bennett. Listen, just to resign yourself. Just get get on board now. George do not Fett. listen don't to do this to yourself tweet. again. Do not listen to don't, any game reporter. Stop. Don't do it's this Stetson. to yourself again. It's Stetson Bennett. Okay. Stetson Bennett is going to have his ups and downs in this game. He's going to have a couple moments where he he might throw an interception in this game. Okay. It will. It might cost Georgia some points in this game. It will. Okay. It might come at a I just hope it comes late. Cuz sure. I you know, yeah. I not in an early pivotal stage of the game. I think he's going to do. I think he's going to do enough. And more on. Moreover, I think the running game is going to be just fine. I think the oh, offensive yeah. line against this front. It's not, and it's not just because last week we ran the ball, and so magically I think the running game is fixed and everything is great and sunshine and rainbows. I think the what you have seen from Derek Mason so far this season, which Zach was very upfront about the fact that a lot of Auburn fans not happy with Derek Mason uh, as the defensive play caller for Auburn this year, because what you've seen from him has, has uh, really been an ineffective defense in spots, ineffective at things like covering the tight end. I don't know. Does that play to Georgia's strengths at all? I don't know. Is a, is a safety valve, big body tight end, just the kind of security blanket that a mm. less than elite quarterback needs to just feel all warm and cozy. Mm. And when Auburn comes out there with a defensive front and maybe a not 100% Owen Papo at linebacker, is this offensive line just going to be able to drive off the ball like they did last week and hand the ball to three, four, and two in mm. that order and just run it right at the Auburn Tigers? Uh, bank on this. Bank okay. on it. I don't know which one. Somebody's busting off a 40-yarder. Someone will bust off a 40 yarder. Explosive run play, not a screen, not a slip mm -hmm. screen, not no, no, no. Sure. A run play will bust for 40 yards. I don't know who, but somebody's gonna get it. Um, listen, the lock of the century of the week is Georgia minus 15. I think 15 right. is the best number you can get out there right now. I'll just be right. honest with you, people. I got right 14 now, yes. earlier in the week. I got a 14 I got earlier 14 in the week. And a half on Sunday uh -huh. night. Uh, 15 and 14 and a half are the same number. So that's not a concern to me. But right. if you get 15 and a half, again, these are dead numbers. 15 and a half is a fine number to bet. Anything under 16 and a half you, is the same as anything over 14 and a half, basically, when you're betting. So uh, give me Georgia minus 15. Uh, lock it up. I believe you are going to mm -hmm. go the same route. Do you have a play on the total of this game? Uh, any thoughts at all as it relates to the total? I can tell you, I don't has, have a lock. I don't have a lock, but has the line has that total changed much from when it opened? It has not changed very much since it opened. The total has stayed pretty steady. I'm looking up to see what it is right now. See, uh, as, that gives me, as, that gives me a little recording. pause. Um, I wanted to see a little bit of movement on it. Either way, they can tell me what Vegas is doing with it. So I'm a little nervous. Um, that it has, yeah. The total right much. now is at 46 and a half. Some places are saying 47, some places are saying 46. That's a, that's a really good, that's a really good number. That is a really good number. Yeah. If I had a lean on the total, I would lean under it, but yeah. 
I do not feel confident in our ability to hold Auburn to single digits. And so I think if you're going to go under one. if you're under that total, you are you are saying that Georgia is going to score somewhere south of 35. Yeah. And so that do I think that that's the most likely outcome for the game? Yes, I do. I think somewhere in the neighborhood of like 30 31 to 10 31 to 12 or something is is a decent possibility for the game uh but i'm not willing to bet on that in terms of an over under so yeah i would lean under as well uh hey we're gonna come back after this we have more locks and get your money into these locks because y'all we are making you money just listen to us uh but first want to let you know about sweat block sweat block is doctor recommended it is doctor created works up for seven days with a dry shirt guarantee here's what that dry shirt guarantee says it says that if you get any sort of action of sweat near the pit region daniel and your tell shirt us more is, no, is no, no tell us more Okay. That. If you would listen to the audio version of the podcast right now, you are missing you are missing the ad rate. I feel for you, to be honest with you. It's because- been featured on Rachel Ray with Firefighters. It's bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, over 13,000 reviews. Currently number one in Amazon anti-perspirant category. It's made here right in the U.S. of A. Daniel and I love it. We used it down at Clemson. Daniel used it while he was at the Arkansas game down in Athens. It sounds too good to be true, but it's not. No more pitting out. No more picking my shirts based on which one will hide sweat better. You need to get this. Head over right now to sweatblock.com. Get 20% off your entire order by putting locked on the promo code. That's 20% off promo code locked on over at sweatblock.com or on Amazon and CVS. All right, Daniel, you have uh, the floor. I give it to you to start the action. Where do you want to take us? All right, I'm going to go to um, why does Nebraska show up in the locks every single week? Every single week. Why? And listen, you cashed on you cashed on Nebraska last week. You cashed on them. I said, I said, shame on you for betting on them. I didn't. It's not like I thought it was a bad bet. I just, out of principle, I said, shame on you, Nebraska. I am going to parlay that hate of Nebraska. Here we go. And listen, I'm just going to ride it. Mm-hmm. Every week, someone has told me to bet against Michigan. Do you know, Clint, and this, I don't know, you may have a lock on this game later. Do you know that Wisconsin is still ranked? Still. Wisconsin is have? a ranked team. I don't know, two? Uh, How two. many? Wisconsin is a ranked team. Every week, somebody tells me to bet against Michigan. And you know what Michigan does? They just keep rolling people. Okay? I know they struggled in the second half against Rutgers. Fine. That's great. They're only laying three and a half going to Nebraska. I think this Michigan run game, uh, I think the Michigan defense is going to be able to handle uh, the Nebraska offense. Adrian Martinez, I do not trust, even though he is he's looked better as the year has progressed, and he put up big numbers last week against Northwestern. But Northwestern, spoiler alert, is really, really, really quite bad. Michigan, on the other hand, is uh, feels like the type of season where they're just going to keep winning these games. Now, I don't know if they're good enough – to beat Penn State. I don't know if they're good enough to beat Iowa down the road if that matchup should occur. I don't know if they're good enough to beat Ohio State. But I do know that they're good enough to beat Nebraska. And if I only have to lay three and a half, I'm not scared of the hook at all. Give me Michigan minus three and a half. That's my first lock of the week. 
Uh, got a buddy who is a huge Michigan fan and got tickets to this game. It's just a short drive to the field. Um, and he is is thinking about selling his tickets because he doesn't want to be in the stadium because he's nervous for this game. So uh, oh. I, I told him I thought Michigan's going to be just fine. I But that gave me pause. I was going to lock it up. I can't follow you with it. But just, just some insider Wowzers. from Michigan fan. I know. Wowzers. Why would I ever listen to a Michigan fan? Already so many poor life decisions. So many. Uh, here's here's a principle that I go down. Okay. Uh, a couple of them. This, this is a trifecta of principles. One, listen Holy to Vegas. It's Yeah. Listen to Vegas. They tell you a lot. By they build minds. big buildings. Yes. They do. Two. Okay. Um, Pac-12 is madness. Madness. I love madness. Three. This season especially, is up- especially, especially in March, by the way, mm-hmm. which listen, don't, don't come, don't bring it, don't bring it towards me just because I, I don't know. I heard somebody stop say talking, once, Clint, stop talking about basketball, stop talking about basketball. Two things, stop two things can be no. true no. at the same time. Nope. Um, and principle three, this year is inverted. Okay. There is so much craziness happening this year. I would never have bet on Oregon State before this season, Daniel. Wow, you're All jumping sudden, on board. Oregon All State's of a got sudden. A, look, they got a good program. They have an actual They're putting together wins. They're putting together wins. Washington State, on the other hand, is on the opposite decline. Okay? Oregon State no. is giving three and a half points. Now, that three and a half tells yeah. me something. It tells that me that is, a, that's a weird mm-hmm. line. Vegas is mm-hmm. trying to bait you. Vegas is talking to you. They're talking to I'm you. Taking, I'm taking Oregon State, y'all. I'm, I'm taking Oregon State. I'm laying the three and a half. Listen, I don't care about the narrative. Give me the beefs. I'm not. Far be it for me to tell somebody to not follow along with our locks because, again, 12 and four last week. Come we're 12 with $9,200. If you Come just, on. you, okay. But people don't get rich. Laying points with Oregon State. I'll tell you just, that right now. You do people do not accumulate wealth. All right, listen. I'm going. To, I, I want to save this one. No, I'll tell you where I'm going to go because it's a Friday nighter. It's a Friday nighter. I should have led with this. I always think to myself, I got to lead with a Friday night bets. Um, two words for you, Clint. Here we go. Are you ready for the two words? I am. The two words are Dewan. Mm-hmm. Mathis, mm-hmm. his brain was just opened up onto the table well, and just head spi- was opened up, spilling out every. The brain was just spilling it out wasn't everywhere. Egyptian mummification. That's not what was happening. It was turned to a liquid, okay, and was just oozing all over the operating. Listen, Gosh. the man's head, the man's head was Why opened. Are we talking about this, okay. Dewan Mathis. Is yes. now back. He has left the University of Georgia. He has. But he has found a home at Temple. And listen, Temple has not played great football this year, but Dewan hasn't been involved in all of that football. All of a sudden, last week, Dewan Mathis comes in, comes back, and uh, Temple beats Memphis last week on the field. On they the field. were a huge underdog in this game and they went out and won the game on the field didn't he set a record for passing yards that game for temple he was balling out that game 
you were seeing the one-time Ohio State commit, one-time Georgia player um, who won the starting job, by the way. Dewan Mathis is a good football player. I know Temple doesn't have a lot of good football players, but they do have one at quarterback, I believe. Okay, now Cincinnati Ooh. coming off a program-defining win. This might be the biggest Ooh. win in Cincinnati football history. Okay, look, we don't know yet, but if they make the college football playoff, Clint, that Notre Dame win will be the biggest win in Cincinnati football history. Correct. So you're telling me you're not going to have a bit of a come down off that? Like you're not going to have a bit of a letdown coming back down to earth off that? Okay. What if I told you I was catching 29 and one half points with it's Temple on points. Friday night? That's too many points. Give me Temple. Give me Temple plus 29 and a half on a Friday night. There is no bigger proponent of Cincinnati than myself. Oh. Long-time Fickle fan. How dare you? How dare you defecate on Fickle's name like that? Okay, I've contractually done my my bit right there. Uh, give me sure. Temple and the points. Give him Double Temple. I, it's, it's too many points. It's Friday. and a half down. points. It's too many points. Let's do this. Oh, we're doubling um, up. I love it. We're doubling up. When we double up, good things happen. Uh, hey, we're going to come back with more locks. We're going to probably get through maybe four or five more, depending on how many logs we have. Uh, but first, we'll let you know about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is the experts that you need for every single car part your car will ever need. You go to rockauto.com. Let them know we sent you by putting the how did you hear about us section locked on. You're going to get the part that your car needs at reliably low prices straight to your door. You're not going to have to deal with any Dugs or any uh, uh, DJs. Um, or any any thirds. You mean not the not fourths, DJ the thirds. profession, like the person the person who plays music. You tell at, me at, right <laughs> now that the DJ who is playing at somebody's bris the next day is not <laughs> is not moonlighting as a parts dealer at at some local hardware parts store. Okay, no, no, that's not going to happen. Head over right now to rockauto.com. Let them always send you by putting locked on in the how did you hear about a section, reliably low prices, every car part, <laughs> the full mustache of car parts. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, mm -hmm. Whether it's foreign or domestic, mechanical transmission, interior, exterior, rockauto.com is where you need to go. Also, want to let you know about betonline.ag. Look, that's what the whole episode is about. It's about betting. This episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Go there right now. Enter the promo code locked on. You're going to get a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. So, whatever you deposit, they're going to add 50% of it right on top. And then you're going to take that money and you're going to bet these bets. And then, if you have been doing that from week one, which, by the way, week one, we told you to do this to go to Rock Auto, or to go to Rock Auto, to go to betonline.ag. I've got mixing up my promos. If you go to rockauto.com, you will not be able to wager any money. <laughs> but if you go to betonline.ag and you 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 could have been sitting on $9,200 right now. That's mm -hmm. that's where you could have been. Betonline.ag has everything you need. MLB playoffs are here. Uh, NBA is getting started up if that's the kind of thing that you want to bet on. College basketball, I've heard, is right around the corner. Clint, no, worked it into stop. a promo. You can't. You can't. No. I've worked it into the promo. <laughs> The advertiser's paying for me to say this, Clint. You can't, you cannot dispute what I'm saying. You can bet on all the college basketball lines that you want. In addition to these college football locks, when you go to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, the place Clint and I trust, it's the place you should go to make all these wagers. Betonline.ag, enter the promo code locked on for a bonus on your initial deposit. Okay, Clint. Uh, how many more do you have? 
on the card. I believe I'm sitting on one, two, three more. I got three more with one log potentially. So uh, plus we got that go well done parlay coming up at the end. So okay. the, don't forget the well done this. parlay. Let me hit you this. Um, this is the simplest thing I could think of. Okay. There are two great teams in college football. I've heard of them. Texas A&M is not one of them. They are one of them's based on previous seasons and name recognition only. But sure, I, that's fine. I don't care about that. We'll allow it. We'll allow two great teams, even though that will be proven false. Alabama is playing Texas A&M, and Alabama is good. Texas A&M is fraudulent. They don't know Not what good. they're doing at quarterback. They don't know what they're doing in the run game. They don't know what they're doing on the defensive line. I'm telling you right now, Texas A&M, stop me if you've heard this before. Preseason threatening Alabama to take their spot. And mm. then when season comes, mm. can't deliver. Uh, 18 points is a lot of points. I understand. But yep. just, guys, Texas A&M, not good. Alabama is good. We thought the same thing of Old Miss last week, and shame on me. Okay? Fool me once. Fool me twice. No. Give me Alabama. It's not that I hate the bet, Clint. It's because I, I don't hate the bet, and I would never take Texas A&M and the points. Never. I would never take Texas A&M. Well, you have a fool's errand to take Texas A&M points. Let me tell you what executive producer intern Michael does. Okay? This has happened to me more times than I care to admit. I will bet on a favorite to cover a spread. And I'll just, in the privacy of my own home, just comfortably here, I've just got my phone and I just bet on a favorite to cover a spread. And then around about Saturday morning, I get a text message with a screenshot on it from where executive producer M-Tubs has taken one of those crisp, cool $100 bills. You can't hide money, Clint. You cannot no, hide you, money. You can't you hide cannot, money. You cannot some hide people, it. Some people just flaunt it out for all to see. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter if you try or not. You can't hide it. And I will get a screenshot of where M-Dubs has – has placed $100 or some other ridiculous wager on the money line of the underdog that I just bet the favorite to cover the spread for. What was, and nothing what was makes you did, feel worse. What did he do? I can't remember. I, I can't remember. M-dubs. Was, it, no, was it UConn? Oh, my gosh. No, no he's you, not a you psychopath. Keep talking, you keep talking. You keep talking. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you what, Clint. Don't act like I might not sprinkle just a little bit. Stop on the Texas A&M. I can get plus six seventy five. Stop Clint. at home. Texas A&M. Something about this game does not feel right to me. I don't know. I'm listen. I'm not. I'm not going to take Texas A&M in the points, but I might sprinkle a little bit on that money line. If you if you're into that sort of thing, you might consider that. All right, uh, Clint. Let yes. me talk to you about. Georgia Tech. Okay. Uh, they got run by Pittsburgh last week, and I bet a lot of money on it, and it was never in doubt. <laughs> Just absolutely run. Now, here's what I love. Here's what I love to do. Te- Georgia Tech's been playing well. First week of the season, they looked awful, looked like a complete train wreck of a program. And then they come out and they have back to back. Not only do they play Clemson really close, but they beat NC North Carolina 
um, your boy, Sam Howell. They beat North Carolina at Mercedes-Benz, not even a home game for them. North Carolina probably had more fans there than Georgia Tech did in Atlanta. Um, and then they come out and just get destroyed by Pittsburgh. I don't think Georgia Tech is that bad of a team. They are traveling to Duke, who is a really, like, atrocious top 10 bad team in college football, Duke. Georgia Tech's only laying three and a half points because of that beatdown they suffered last week to Pitt. Give me Georgia Tech minus three and a half at Duke. I would take UConn minus three and a half at Duke, Clint. Give me Georgia Tech minus three and a half. This week, y'all, there's some lines. This three and a half, they are begging for you to take that hook as something different. I'm telling you, just like Morgan State, that I like that bet a lot. Um, here, this is simple. Boise State, not as good as I thought. Nope. BYU. Uh-oh. Pretty good. Pretty good team. Mm -hmm. Okay? They're not great. Why is, why is this line only five and a half? <laughs> why is it? Does that... Just ask yourself these questions. It's just something. I know. I get. I get. I got it at five. By the way, that which is I, too yeah. low. I would bet look, it at eight and a half. But I, look, at five, I'm like, ooh, no. I don't know. That seems weird. Give me, give me BYU. They're going to win this game handily. Boise State is not the team we thought they were. Uh, BYU is going to win. BYU this game. minus five. Easily. Love it. Minus five. Um, I'm betting a lot of minus three and a halfs. I'll just take. What if I take a plus two and a half? That's almost the same thing. There it's like go. Las Vegas is begging me to take the other side, the minus two and a half. But I'm going to take the plus two and a half. Give me Virginia going to Louisville. Virginia is a good team, Clint. Virginia is a good team. Louisville not a good team. Virginia should be favored in this game. They should give be me favored. You jumping on this as well? Oh, UVA, double that. UVA. Look, plus I know they two they and won a half week based upon a field goal that was doinked off the upright. I get it, but Virginia's a good team. We get it. Yeah. Um, I got one more, Clint, and everyone's going to hate it. So I'm a, okay. I saved it till the end. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you this. Um, I hate the muddle huddle. It's the most infuriating game to watch. I won't watch this game. Because I hate every single moment Wake Forest is on the field. Clint sends me text messages just laced with profanity, and I know he's watching a Wake Forest game. I don't even need to ask what's happening in his life. It's every just, he's watching Wake Forest play football. Fan fiber in me wants to drive out to the Demon Deacon and just strangle all the coaches. It's the most infuriating thing in the entire world. They're given six and a half to Syracuse. This line looks a little fishy, but six and a half Syracuse also is bad. smells team. fishy. It smells fishy. Syracuse is a bad team. They are a bad team. No, stop. This is See, this is what I think happened. I think people all of a sudden started saying what you just said, which has made this line this I way. Don't know. No. It's, I don't no. know. Wake Forest minus six and a half. Don't you, the only reason I didn't bet this game, Clint, and I wanted to, and I wanted to bet it exactly like you did. The only reason I didn't is because I thought to myself, is Wake Forest going to go undefeated? They're the like, best team is, in the is, But – is there a world in which Wake Forest goes undefeated? Like one out of one billion? The answer is no. We're, in we're zero in out of one billion worlds, Wake Forest goes undefeated, which means they're going to lose the game. Why not this random game? Clemson loses to Syracuse at Syracuse at random times. Why not Wake Forest? All right, I got one more, and I saved it till the end because I happen to know. Listen, people, people not going to like it. M-Dub's not going to like it. John Tweet Sports not going to like it. But sometimes you see things and you have to say things, Clint. 
You see something? You say, say something. something. Okay. Here's what I saw. There are two good teams in college football, so you say. Yep. Both those teams played somebody last week. Well, here we go. Okay. One school, I'm talking about the opponents now. Those opponents are now playing each other this week, if you don't see where I'm going. Arkansas Ole Miss. One of those schools last week got blown out. Yeah. The other school, if you look at the box score, it looks like they got blown out. But if you watch the game, mm-hmm. their coach is an idiot. Moron. They went for it on fourth down so many times. <laughs> and like we're talking about we're one inch away from them scoring a touchdown on that first drive. And then how does the complexion of that game change? Everything they changes. went for it on fourth down so many different times. I don't I know that they got beaten badly. And Lane Kiffin is an idiot the popcorn comments the whole thing he's an idiot but i old miss didn't get blown out last week Matt arkansas played well in that game arkansas got exposed they got boat raced last week now old miss cannot do to arkansas what georgia did because they don't have the physicality they don't have the run game but don't act like arkansas is going to come out here and shut down old miss's offense don't act like old arkansas's defense is going to come out here and limit old miss's offense to 35. So my question to you is, Clint, can Arkansas score 40 against Ole Miss? I don't think so. Give me Ole Miss minus six and a half. I just think they're at home. I think Lane Kiffin is not, he is not conceded this season. This was not the season for them. I don't think Sam Pittman has either. I think Sam Pittman is going to coach his butt off. I think this Arkansas team is going to come out ready to play. I think Arkansas is going to think they have a chance to win going into the stadium. I just don't think they do. I don't think they're the better team. I think Ole Miss is the better team. I think they're at home. I think my six and a half points is not that many. I can't. I can't sully the good name of Sam Pittman like you just did. I refuse to. That man's too good I, of a man. I'll just. I can't not make money. That's what I yeah. can't do. Clint. Well, that's that's what exactly I, what we've been doing for you all year long, people. Hey, come back tomorrow. Where Daniel and I will be back. Giving our nervous, excited, don't sleep on for this game in Jordan-Hare Stadium. We'll see you guys. Mm. See ya.